Hello and welcome to News Around Uganda, 29th of March 2021. My name is Adi Fred Max. Renowned city lawyer Bob Kasango was yesterday laid to rest at his farmland in Gweri, located in Kabarole district, as requested by his wife, Nice Bitarabeho Kasango, and her children. Kasango, who passed on last month, has been a subject of controversy, forcing his wife, Nice Bitarabeho Kasango, to run to the family division of the High Court in Machindie on March 15th, after her mother-in-law, Rose Kabise, insisted that her son should be buried in Tororo, where he hails from. In her ruling, Justice Lydia Mugambe said that during the cross-examination on Tuesday between the complainant, Nice Kasango, and the respondent, Rose Kabise, and her team, she established that the late Kasango was not from Tororo and should therefore be buried in Toro. At the barrier site, viewing of the late city lawyer Bob Kasango was restricted only to a few selected family members inside his country home in Kabarole before the casket that contained his body was pushed out on a trolley by officials from A-plus funeral services outside the house, the selected family members, led by his widow, Nice Bitarabeho Kasango, prayed for him. As promised by his mother, Rose Kabise, and her immediate relatives, all shunned his burial. The burial took place amidst tight security where every mourner was searched on arrival at the burial grounds. Chirio Wachiwanuka, who spoke on behalf of Kasango's friends, blamed the prison authorities for not doing enough to save his life. Realizing that he was vomiting and coughing blood, I thought that anybody, even me who has never been to medical school, would know that there is something very seriously wrong with the internal organs. And therefore this person needed specialized medical treatment. Why did the prison's authorities leave Bob until he died in a medical clinic? If that medical clinic is well equipped, it may only have a nurse and a medical assistant. If, which I also doubt if it is so. They have got a doctor on call. He was called, but his response was after 24 hours. Andrew Mwenda, one of late Kasango's closest person, described Kasango as a person who had many talents. Bob, if I can give testimony about him, was indeed what you'd call a genius. At university, he studied law. But if you stayed around Bob, he wrote better poetry than anybody I know. If you stayed around Bob, he understood journalism better than I did. And uh, we have staff from the Independent here. He would always come and give us advice on journalism. And many times, he wrote many stories where I would put uh, independent correspondent. When it came to business, Bob understood it very well. When it came to politics, it's as if he had studied political science. When it came to discuss cultural matters, he was an expert. I'm yet to meet a person as well-rounded in terms of their intellect as Bob was. NRM's Director of Communication, Emmanuel Dumbo, wants political parties to engage the public on civic education to avoid the increasing cases of voter bribery. Dumbo says despite the rampant poverty among the electorates, most of them are not aware of the responsibility of the political leader which compel them to solicit for money and end up electing incompetent leaders. 
for now it is uh, something that parties must agree and we talk together so that a mechanism can be developed either through civic education because once people understand the value of a member of parliament then they will not put their effort on receiving payments from the people who want to get elected the second one is we must fight poverty why would a person who has money be bought people go to line up for money purely because poverty is uh, prevalent so if as government we can work to weaken those areas which make people trust for money then the legislation can work because the best way of implementing this is the self-conscious of the person receiving the money if the people go to pay money and those who receive it refuse then who will be paid citizen coalition for electoral democracy wants parliament to pass a regulation making it mandatory for aspirants of any political office to first certify the academic documents with uneb or national council for higher education the judiciary has so far registered over 40 election petitions challenging the victory of some MPs on allegations of fake academic qualifications. The executive director of SEDU, Charity Ahimbisiwe, says if these two examination bodies certify one's academic qualification, cases of forgeries shall be minimized, which at times results into nullification of the election. The certificates you receive from any college outside Uganda what equivalent is it in the Ugandan education system? And the certificates you get from colleges in Uganda, like Bukalasa and all these agriculture colleges, what equivalent is it in our education system? So the National Council for Higher Education and UNEB should now work together because there is a legislation that went through Parliament that instructed them to help us certify people's academic qualifications ahead of the 2021 election but seeing that members of parliament are now saying it was not done we should put those two institutions as the verification institutions ahead of the electoral commission the Mbara district and city NRM party leaders are on the spot of alleged misuse of funds meant to facilitate party flag bearers in the recent general elections the NRM party leaders in the district and city received close to 700 million shillings to facilitate party candidates at various local government levels. Now, the Mbara district vice chairman, Herbert Kamgisha, says there are some candidates who never received their facilitations while others only received just a portion of the facilitation. Kamugisha describes these allegations as disturbing, especially as the party fronts the fight against corruption in its campaigns. The Mbara District NRM Party Treasurer Grace Muhaire says he released all the money, adding that anyone who misappropriated facilitation should be apprehended and asked to refund. We received the money totaling almost 670 million. I was supposed to be in charge of Kashari, North Kamicha to be in charge of Kashari South, and Jomo Mugabe to be in charge of the city. And that's what we did. And everybody signed for the money that was supposed to be taken to relevant uh, beneficiaries. Whoever got the money from me as a treasurer and did not deliver the money to the respective uh, beneficiaries, I think that one should be held responsible. And if uh, need be, he refunds the money. James Busweta, the administrative secretary NRM party in Imbara district, says he paid out the money in broad daylight to the beneficiaries. In Teso region, a total of 478 examination scouts, supervisors and invigilators have been deployed to supervise 2020-2021 primary living examinations in Soroti city. 
Party Mokoro, the acting principal education officer, Soroti City, says the deployed workforce has been dispatched to all the 28 examination sitting centers. According to Emokor, the examination invigilators and scouts will ensure no examination malpractice is registered. The primary seven candidates totaling 749,811 countrywide will start their examinations with mathematics and social studies paper on Tuesday 30th, while integrated science paper and English on Wednesday 31st. Emokoru says Soroti City Education Department this time has presented 2020 learners for the final exams. He cautioned heads of centers, teachers, invigilators to be professional and desist from the criminal activity of examination malpractice. There are people after being identified as a scout. Somebody now wants to put on the best clothes he has been hiding or even the shoes she has been hiding. Those are the ones what they call dress to kill. Now you are going to distract the attention of the candidates. Be decent, be simple so that you don't distract the attention. High heel shoes so that when you are even moving in between the desks you are making a lot of noise, you are distracting. And also to minimize malpractices in exam centers they are supposed to be taken through for example they are not supposed to hold their phones they are not supposed to aid learners when you are looking at a candidate writing a wrong answer you may be tempted to say no it is not that one it is not that one. no so if you are, if they are taken through their, their work is only to make sure that the children are writing there is nobody coming to disturb their peace Residents of Elegu Town Council in Amur district are going to benefit from 6 billion shillings pipe water project aimed at improving safe water coverage in the area. The area has been riddled by a safe water crisis after most of their water sources were destroyed due to floods. The plan is a move by the Ministry of Water and Environment in collaboration with German government for a project proposed in the 2018-2019 financial year. Samia Ayer one of the residents of the town council says this project has come as a relief to them. By providing the water for people so that even the water cannot affect us. Because if they give for people uh, these pipes, the water cannot even now disturb us. Margaret Bako, another resident at Elegu border, however says a permanent solution to the flooding needs to be got because the project could still be affected once the rains return. Margaret Ayur, the vice chairperson of the business communities, says that the pipe water plan is very crucial in safeguarding the lives of the inhabitants of Elegu Town Castle from risks of waterborne diseases. She, however, says there is need to speed up plans to solve the problem of flooding in the area. Oh, they are going to dig a trench. Eh? That's the English. They are going to dig a, a bigger trench so that this water will follow the trench. They will channel it to the trench so that there will be no overspilling of water to Elego. That is the expectation. Geoffrey Osborne Ochen, the Amur Resident District Commissioner, says the project that is expected to last for two years targets 30,000 residents of Elego Town Council. Elego border yearly suffers from flooding once Unyama River banks burst, leaving several people displaced and properties destroyed. Communities in Omiya Anima sub-county in Kitgum district say they are finding difficulty in accessing health services in time because of the poor roads. 
Pamela Lalam, who is six months pregnant from Lagampi village in Akobi parish, says due to the bad state of their community access roads, she has to use a 7-8 to eight kilometer road to access medical care from Akobi Health Center 3. She says Waokile Bridge that connects Akobi Ward with Akobi Health Center 3 has been washed away by the heavy rains. Bosco Okwera, another resident from Penyaring village, also says due to the poor road, school-going children of Wigweng Primary School skip school because Wigweng Gorogili Road, that has three big water streams, get flooded and impassable. Otto Julius Peter, the area else three chairperson of Omea, Onyima sub-county, says they are limited by funds to repair the roads. According to Otto, they receive only 22 million shillings under the road fund for maintenance of roads in the sub-county, which money he says is insufficient. He however says plans are underway to work on Wigweng Primary School, Gorogili Road, Kilene, Tegot Ogili Road, Kenya West Village, Omea Onyima Health Center 3, and Luduya signpost Luduya Primary School with support from Project for the Restoration of Livelihoods in Northern Region. This brings us to the end of news around Uganda. Visit newvision.co.ug for more news coverage. My name is Adi Fred Max.